0: I think now that the OTC market's starting to warm up, I believe the traditional markets will follow. Uh, how long or when? I'm not sure. It could be you know, a few months. It could be a few years. But uh, when the OTC is doing well, uh, traditional markets tend to do well also.
1: On this episode of Early Bird, Alan Ibarra, CEO and creator of Toilet Paper Hands, Alan joins the podcast today to talk about under the radar electric vehicle stocks, including a look at the current state of where the EV sector stands in 2022. If you're an investor looking to stay on top of the latest market trends, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is Early Bird, and I'm your host, Stephen Lerner. Before we get to today's discussion. Let me tell you how you can save time and beat the market through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about the latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and equity crowdfunding. Early Bird is designed to help individual and non-professional investors stay on top of all of the critical investing trends. The newsletter is 100% free and is sent to your email box each weekday morning. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, today's discussion. All right, Alan, welcome to the Early Bird Podcast. How are you doing today?
0: Uh, Great, Stephen. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you. Today, I'm excited. We're talking about under-the-radar electric vehicle stocks, uh, but before that, Alan, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Well, what, what should people know about you and your background? If you could give us a quick thirty second reader digest on your background, where you are now, I think that would be great.
0: I uh, know I appreciate it for, for sure, Stephen. Uh, well, I've been investing for, in penny stocks, uh, you know, over the counter stocks for the last twenty years or so. I and currently, I'm in. I'm working on a project called Toilet totally Paper Hands uh, to kind of help uh, financial literacy and investments and blockchain. And currently, uh, it's made for you know high school kids to young adults to get them financially literate, and then for them to start taking on the challenges of of investing and finding these gems out. We're going to discuss today.
1: Cool. Well, I think that's a wonderful uh, thing that you're working on there, Toilet Paper Hands. Definitely check it out. The address, so people know, Alan is what?
0: Uh, ToiletPaperHands.com.
1: ToiletPaperHands.com. Easy to remember. Check it out. It's a wonderful. Uh, uh, website, uh, definitely with the involvement in financial literacy. Um, Alan, we're talking about under-the-radar EV stocks today on the program. Um, Before we kind of get into that subject, under-the-radar, what what do you kind of define as under-the-radar? Are you talking about penny stocks, or is it something bigger than just that?
0: Uh, Well, typically now with so much information out there, I I talk about penny stocks uh, for the sake that um, they give you liquidity. I know there's a lot of uh, equity. Be crowdfunding now, where you can get into some of these early uh, technology stocks, uh, but they just don't provide any liquidity until they go public. So the, the OTC market, uh, it's it, it allows companies to go public quicker. Uh, it allows uh, shells, which are pretty much uh, these, you know, pretty much the company. Sometimes they lose their business or the startup failed, but the shell stays alive since it's already a, p- a publicly traded company. And then typically uh, other companies that are looking to get to the market quicker and sooner, they'll reverse merge into these shells. And I consider these under the radar uh, for the sake that maybe the company is known, but nobody knows the actual ticker or the stock that they're going to reverse merge into. So once that news starts coming, starts becoming public by filings, uh, then you do have a herd of us in the OTC market that start looking for these filings, uh, start trying to analyze who could possibly be into these, uh, who who could be the bigger company that's supporting these, the, these these filings. Uh, so that's what I would consider under the radar.
1: Nice and, and penny stocks. So you know certainly there are a lot there are benefits to penny stocks for a lot of traders out there, especially traders who know what they're doing. I always say reach out to a financial advisor, especially if you're new in that space. Um, But certainly they come with risk penny stocks. Um, There are a lot of pump and dump schemes. There are scams out there. Um, How do you reckon with that?
0: Uh, typically, that, that's kind of what uh, toilet paper hands, it's about. It's about, you know, just doing the basics, right, where it, it's 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 difficult to invest in any sector, right? You're going against uh, algorithms, you're going against the Aladdin from BlockRock, you know, you're going against just computers, and, and the only way I can kind of advise people, or I can't advise, I'm sorry, I'm not a financial advisor, uh, the only thing I could probably suggest is, you know, do your due diligence, um, understand what you're getting into. Uh, do as much research and understanding of, of the company as possible. Uh, and that means looking at their filings, looking to see if there's any convertible notes, uh, look who's backing them, uh, you know, look at their track record. And then ultimately, you, you got to look at the chart to find a good entry level where the risk is less. Oh.
1: That those are definitely some good considerations. Um, you know, as someone who likes those under-the-radar stocks, those penny stocks, there are so many different industries that you could target. Uh, why Why is the electric vehicle industry one of those sectors that you are honing in on right now?
0: Personally, it's not my preferred sector. Uh, it's, it's what's it's the momentum that the market has right now in the OTC. Mm. Uh, Typically, depending on the sector, I try to stick myself into technology, patents, uh, uh, shells, uh, empty shells that a a larger company can come reverse into that has a good stair structure, doesn't have any notes or any debts, uh, something that's clean for the sake that it's cheaper, it's quicker of a vehicle for these private companies to go public to. And I know a lot of the SPAC plays have been really popular these last few years on Wall Street, or, you know on the bigger exchanges like NASDAQ. and people are finally starting to hone in that the OTC market is this is kind of what the bread and butter is. That's what they've been around for uh, since I've been investing the last few decades. And now uh, traditional investors are trying to s- are starting to see more of, uh, of a, how should I say it uh, possibilities of greater returns, trying to get these trying to get them earlier, trying to get in quicker. Uh, into these uh, under the radar plays,
1: oh, I get it. So th- these are these are uh, stocks that you're targeting that maybe others are not. Um, looking at sort of the bigger picture, it's been a rough year for electric vehicle stocks, many stocks in other industries as well. But in particular, EV stocks, a lot of the big names, Tesla's, Rivian, Neo, all down year to date and down by a lot. Um, what do you make of the EV sector in 2022?
0: Uh, Well, it's still got to find its niche, right? Like any sector that booms, there's always a little bit of a bust or a pullback, a correction. And then this is the time to go find these, uh, you know, these undervalued assets. Uh, Personally, uh, it's hard for me to look at Tesla and and see value for the sake of their, uh, you know, price per earnings is astonishing. Uh, You know, I see better value uh, than than buying into Tesla. But that being said, uh, the, you know, people tend to, you know, some stocks become cold stock where no matter what happens, uh, people buy it and people continue to buy it. You know, Apple, Tesla, you know, you get the, uh, what should I say, the FANG, you know, when it was Facebook, Netflix, you know, that, that they, they've kind of broken apart a little, but you still get these cold stocks. And and that's kind of one of the ones that uh, we're gonna be talking about today in the OTC where it's starting to get a really good following and the momentum's there, uh, it has all the players. It checks, the, the list checks off quite a bit. And it, and it makes one of those intriguing plays to, you know, to follow, to be part of. And these things just go on some, you know, gigantic returns, you know. And um, we're talking about, you know, 1,000, 5,000% returns on some of these uh, over-the-counter plays. Once, you know, once all the check marks are there and it gets that type of a uh, cult following and everyone understands that, you know, we're, 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 we we got to get rid of gas, uh, ultimately, and these cars can run on electricity. Now, one of the reasons I believe that they're down is because of lithium. Uh, there's just not enough mining in order to produce enough batteries for uh, these cars that they're projecting. So so the, the companies I, that I like in this sector are the ones that are, are using something besides lithium in, in order to power their vehicles.
1: Mm, interesting. Cold stocks. I do like that concept. Um, and then I, I, I like the fact that you're looking at stocks that are beyond lithium. Um, that's a major macro issue that a lot of investors may not be aware of. Um, so I guess we, if you're an a investor looking at the EV space, you would always say, look at the under the radars instead of the big names. Is that because of lithium or is, that, is there, are there other reasons beca- besides that?
0: Well, typically, you know, uh, the the bigger names, obviously, they have bigger backings and historically have uh, have done pretty well in, in performance-wise. But when when the numbers don't add up, right? I'm I'm truly a fundamentalist at heart. Uh, if the fundamentals don't line up, it's difficult for me to really buy into it and, and 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 kind of float on that price per earnings because I feel that's that's the 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 number that can get manipulated up or down and, it, it, and it's so easy to, you know, if, if, if all of a sudden you go from, let's say a Tesla at a thousand times price per earnings that it's trading at, it can go down to 600 and it's still to me overpriced. So it, it's such a, it, it, that's the number that kind of sticks in my mind in terms of value. And a lot of these EVs, they're, they're currently not generating enough income currently uh, since, the, you know, it's a new sector. It kind of reminds me of the 3D printing, right? When, when you're around for so long, you start seeing these bubbles and you start seeing these new technologies that are game changers. You know, no doubt uh, the technology is going to be around for quite a bit of time. It's well needed, but the fundamentals of the business aren't there yet. You know, they still have to supply issues. You still have to, you know, manufacture. You, you, You still have to, you know, make sure that the complete business model doesn't have any flaws. And in this time and age, Uh, We're having supply issues all over the place. So so to see which one of these companies can come out ahead and be that competitor to Tesla, most likely it's going to be one of the big boys. They're going to come in and most likely buy some of these smaller EV companies that have the backing, you know, that have the technology and then have the margins. Uh, It always comes down to, you know, who's making money? And if these companies aren't making money, uh, I'm not really interested myself.
1: good observation. When we return, we'll hear from Alan about his favorite under-the-radar EV stock and advice for investors. But first, let me tell you where you can become a more informed investor through Early Bird, our free daily email newsletter. Early Bird has commentary on the latest events and trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and crowdfunding. With Early Bird's daily weekday email, Investors can quickly stay on top of the trends and beat the market. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, back to today's discussion. So, Alan, today we're talking about under-the-radar EV stocks. Uh, We talked a bit about some of the big trends in the space already. Um, what are some of your favorite stocks that are under the radar and in, ele- in the electric vehicle space?
0: Uh, to, 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 you know like I said to be honest, it's uh, the one I'm really following right now is GEGI. It's in the OTC. Uh, they're, they're looking to complete a merger. Uh, they brought in some EV specialists that are part of the or dire- are, are some of the directors. They have a logistics CEO that they brought on board, and it's it's the one that's getting the 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 momentum in the OTC right now. Where everyone's everyone's you know everyone's checking off of it's checking off the boxes on their management, on their directors, the connections the relationships they have. Uh, they're cleaning up the the company, getting rid of the debt, getting everything properly structured in order for them to merge into some of these players. Um, which who's going to land there? We're not sure yet. Uh, so but it, it's really intriguing to, you know, kind of follow along the story. Um, uh, and, and this is the, the, the journey I enjoy in the OTC is there's always a great story out there, but you, you need to, you know, get out of that fiction world sometimes and not really follow the story. But you got to look at the filings, you know, what filings are they putting out there to, you know, to the OTC markets? What are they making public? Uh, so that way there's not as much rumor associated with it. There's actually some type of uh, reality to what's occurring and, and then they kind of grow up into these, uh, you know, possibly huge monster plays in the OTC where, you know, they just kind of blow you away of, of what they can actually accomplish. Uh, so that's that's the one I'm really enjoying right now, uh, watching in the OTC. Uh, some of the others are, are there hasn't been too many uh, uh, shells, you know, there hasn't been too many OTC plays that are uh, landing any of these big, uh, companies like Raven or Lucid; uh, those are those tend to be going into the you know the Nasdaq markets and, and getting the the bigger funding. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, you know I'm just watching GEGI right now.
1: GEGI, that's that seems to be an interesting one, right? That's the thesis that you have for, and it's over the counter, right?
0: Yeah, correct. That's the one that's getting all the the love on Twitter. Uh, it's getting talked about in the chats. And the OTC market's been down for this last, uh, say, almost a year, almost 13 months. So it's it's really uh, it's it's really nice to see some momentum finally start coming into the market. And and the way I view that is, uh, it there no the matter what happens in the traditional markets, the Dow Jones and Nasdaq, uh, it could it could fall off the cliff. But investors are still buying into the OTCs, and I, I usually consider that being it's subjective. It's, it's kind of, you know, predicting what's going to happen in the next, you know, one to two years. So it's speculative, right? Mm -hmm. So as the OTC market starts getting its momentum, it's usually because, you know, we're going to start turning the cycle and we're going into a boom uh, in traditional markets will kind of follow. And likewise, when the OTC market slows down, it's, it's usually because the next, you know, one or two years, it's going to be a downtime for traditional markets, like it has been. So it, it's kind of, I'd say, the a little uh, a signal uh, for to what's going to be coming in the future to the economy. Uh, when right now people tend to be a little bearish or, you know, un, uncertain about what's going to be, you know, happening because of what's happened to the tech sector this year. I'm the opposite. I, I think now that the OTC market's starting to warm up, I believe the traditional markets will follow. Uh, how long or when? I'm not sure it could be, you know, a few months, it could be a few years. But, uh, when the OTC is doing well, uh, traditional markets tend to do well. Also,
1: that's very bullish. Uh, so the company GEGI, that's the ticker. We're talking about Genesis Electronics, right? Yes, sir. Uh, how, how long are, of a horizon are you looking at as an investor? Are we talking about six months, a year, longer than that?
0: Uh, yeah, I've, 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 hold, I've held, I've held some plays for years. Uh, for the sake that it takes that much time for them to uh, accomplish their their roadmap, their business plan. Uh, th- it's like receiving a pitch deck when you're going into these uh, equity crowdfundings where it just takes years for the company to execute and for you to you know reach that full potential of 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 market cap of value. Uh, with this stock, uh, I'm currently you know planning on holding until the merger is announced. Uh, depending on the merger, uh, then i'll I'll kind of you know pivot and decide on you know how long will this merger take to close. Uh, is this company already generating revenue, or is it a startup? Again, and 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 figure out the relationship uh, that that business has, and, and and kind of figure that out later. Uh, right now, it's it's a hold until they announce the the name. So it's almost like Christmas, right? Uh, And once they give us our present, then we have to reevaluate it and figure out, okay, do we take profits now? Which I'm I'm sure I will. We'll skim some off the top and and take some profits, get our money back, and then see if we want to allow the rest to roll.
1: And for those uh, new investors, retail investors out there, new traders who are brand new to the stock market, if they're interested in these under-the-radar EV stocks, what advice would you give them? Especially if they want to get started in that space,
0: uh, typically just do your due diligence. You know, like anything, uh, it takes a lot of work to know to know what to look for. Uh, it all starts with you know understanding filings. You know, looking through quarters, looking through financial statements, uh, and and just picking out what what might be what might become a problem. Uh, are they carrying debt? Are they not? And and then ultimately, same thing with the, once they actually find the company. You know, depending on on the company you'd have to research it see who, who's their investors who their backers uh, I kind of consider it like pharmaceuticals where when I first got into this industry you know you, you kind of get into the pharmaceutical side of, of the business because there's always that new drug there's always that hype and there's always that oh they're going to cure cancer that dream and and because of that dream investors tend to buy into it right because uh, you know, you're new, you're naive, you're hearing good things about it. But ultimately, a lot of these companies don't have enough money to get through the FDA approval process. So they're going to have to sell shares. They're, they're going to have to continue to sell shares. And not every company can do it like Tesla, where Tesla was able to sell shares and continue the rise in, in market price. Uh, so th- that that tends to be the biggest problem uh, in, in, in in any market, right? But more and more in the OTC because these companies are going public for a reason. Are they going public? And they usually want to go public in order to get access to capital markets. Uh, but then that can really hurt you as an investor. If you're too laxadaisical in your research, you're too lackadaisical in, in doing your homework after, you know, because you find the play, you, you do your due diligence, you, you think it's a winner. But then you have to stay on top of it to make sure that it continues to grow. Uh, you know, you got to water it. You got to pay attention to it. You got to stay up to date on the on the on what's occurring and what's occurring in that space, because uh, these things work in sectors. If the sector's down and it's and it keeps going down and that's where your stock is, unfortunately, you're, you're most likely going to ride that down also with it. There's very few unicorns that can go against the trend in the sector. Uh, and, and you know, this comes from you know decades of, of, of being in being in in the penny world. I've seen, like I said, the three the uh, the the I'm sorry, was it the 3D we we're discussing? Mm-hmm. Uh, where uh, 3D modeling came out, right? It was so hot. Things were booming, and, and then it went to bust, uh, you know, the dot-com years, right? Yeah. I was a little young in those years, but typically there's very few unicorns that can power through that and continue to provide you a good return. It's a good time to take that cash, put it on the sidelines, and and wait for a better entry point or find a better stock that can, can actually generate the revenue and, and, and has that cult-like uh, following.
1: Good point. These are definitely some good considerations for investors who are new in that space. Um, Alan, thank you so much for, for coming on the Early Bird Podcast today, talking about under-the-radar EV stocks. Uh, before we wrap up our discussion, I just have one final question, and it's the big question for today's discussion. Uh, that question for you, Alan, is uh, what's your favorite seat on an airplane?
0: <laughs> the, the one next to the window.
1: <laughs> A- any aisle? Any aisle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thank you again to Alan Ibarra for sharing your insights on EV stocks. And thank you to everyone for listening to today's discussion. We'll be back next week for another episode of Early Bird. Have a great day.